How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. If you can find the time to explore the mind of a stripper, then you can find the time to spend with your actual family. Prime Time with Isaac and Sue. What they on? All steroids and no carbs. This is a thick ass kid. This is Primetime. We're not like you. We're growing up. Your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Oh, my goodness. Here are Isaac Ropp and Jason Sakanik with Primetime on 1080 The Fan. All right. Well, it's like a Monday show for us because we weren't here yesterday, so we're clearly very far behind. But, uh, we're trying to wrap up <laughs> Jags, Chargers, and all we've managed to do in an hour is talk about the quarterbacks. We just keep bouncing around. And all around. the other games. Yeah, we we're, we are bouncing around some, but I'd like to get to – I have notes of all of these games, but um, just the, on the Jags-Chargers front, there there needs to be some Joey Bosa talk because he melted down. He lost it. And he said I, he said as much afterwards. Said he was just he, he's got to be better than that. He said he was playing on one leg. He was in a lot of pain, but yeah, he melted down. Well, I, I don't know if you had this thought that I did, but when I was watching him melt down, I wondered if that was some of it was frustration frustration with Staley from the way he handled Week 18. Because remember, Bosa got hurt. Yep, uh, he was able to play, unlike Mike Williams. But, but he wasn't the same. I mean, but there was, was no reason for him to be out there in Week 18. So I I wondered if maybe he was just blowing up because. He was fed up with how Staley handled that. I mean, obviously, you wouldn't want to cost your team a playoff game, or at least you would think, and he wouldn't do it in that spot. But, man, he he really helped them lose that game. I mean, if you think about it, a, a low-key huge play was that this was in the third quarter. He was offsides mm-hmm. on a huge sack of Trev, and the score at that time was 27-7. And they were about to hold him to like it was such a big sack that it, it felt like they maybe Jacksonville would just kick a field goal and try you know get down seventeen. And remember, they only got the ball. Jacksonville only got the ball four times. I mean, and and any misstep along the way, and and that game goes goes the other way. So that was a huge mistake. The offsides, and he was clearly offsides. Yes. Um, 
so that you know, and it happens, but it was enormous because it led to the, Jacksonville. Then was able to um, get a touchdown. And it was twenty-seven fourteen at that yeah. point. And then he had the two unsportsmanlike penalties. Yeah, and and the and the second one led to the two-point conversion that allowed Jacksonville to win it instead of tie. Absolutely. You know, the the thing about this is that we forget is Jacksonville won by one, but that should have been a game tying right. field goal. The reason it wasn't is because Bosa's stupid unsportsmanlike penalty the second one allowed jacksonville to move up the two-point conversion from the two to the one and most of the time when teams get that opportunity they'll go they just go for it yep. and and it was a kind of a weird spot to be going for it but since they moved it up to the one and they got it which allowed the jags to win by one instead of just tie it that's on bosa absolutely and then, then he had the other one yeah he had two and slamming the helmets and and again and staley gives the helmet back to him so did you see that bit where he slams his helmet Brandon Staley, the head coach, comes over, picks up the helmet, gives it back to Bosa, and he proceeds to grab it and slam it again. It, you just can't. Like, dude, you can't melt down like this. You're one of the highest paid defensive players in the NFL. Um, you're one of the leaders of the team. You can't have it. You just absolutely cannot. And this just goes to, I think this is maybe a larger point, to, as you, you mentioned with the Brandon Staley thing. Like we all want to sit here and, and, and put blame. And, and I was saying at the beginning that it, it bothers me that Herbert takes none of it because there's always blame to go around. But ultimately, to me, if there is one person that should shoulder the majority of the blame, it is the one responsible for the entire team. And when you're talking about a head coach, you are talking about someone that is in charge of your offense and defense. You're the one who hires the coaches. You're the one that sets the tone. You're the one that lets players know what can and can't uh, be done. Like, you set the standards. And when you have arguably, well, probably Derwin James, but your second best defensive player, as you mentioned, melting down, you picking up the helmet, giving it to him again, and having it slam him down again. Lack that's, of respect. That's right? a lack of respect. Yeah. And that's a Brandon Staley thing. And that's a huge, huge issue. And fixing, you know, you're you know, getting a new passing game coordinator or, or going out and firing Lombardi, and we'll see who you're going to bring in. None of that fixes the fact, that, to me, that I, I think you have a guy that is learning on the job in Brandon Staley. And to me, it's really hard to learn on the job when you have a team that's ready to win right now. And the Chargers are good enough to win right now. Well, Staley, too, he made some, you know, if you if you do want to look at specific mistakes Staley made other than just he just seems like he doesn't know what he's doing. How about challenging that first down, that kind of mundane first down? Yeah. It cost him a timeout. Yeah. Now, it, it didn't seem to matter, but it's like it's things like that. It's like. Clearly, it was a well. It wasn't clear, but it was a catch. Yeah. And most coaches are are doing their due diligence, at least on the headset, to try to figure out if they should or shouldn't challenge. And it's but he instantly throws yeah, the challenge. And it's flag. not like it's a it, we it wasn't, a it wasn't like, it was like a huge deal. Twelve wasn't yards, a, maybe wasn't a huge moment. It's, it's and the odd. other the other one was he went for it. Dude, Brandon Staley, I liked him when he first got the Chargers job because he had balls. Yeah. He would go for fourth, all fourth and time. short all the time. He had fourth and three. His team is up 30 to 20. And it was on the Jacksonville, I don't know. I think it was only a 40 yard field goal. Something like that. So, whatever that is. Um, and he kicked it. Yeah. What? Dude, Staley, you're the you're the guy that goes for it, that has balls. Go for the win. Why are you keeping a two score game? Oh, was that the one he missed? He missed. Yeah, and he missed and it. And there's a four it was a forty yarder. So that, but, that would have been there at the there at yes, the, what, twenty three or something or, like that? Yeah, yeah. or twenty three, yeah. So um 
why why like that's just it right that shows me right there that he's not real secure in his identity as a head coach he came in as a gunslinger i'm gonna go for it i'm risky and he's been beat down into because of all the criticism i had that into s- such a conservative i had stupid that same viewpoint. thought and that you've got a chance here to ice this game you could go up 17 if you go up 13 you're still two touchdowns beats you yeah it's, so what are you doing? It was odd. I, I'm I'm with you for a guy that that came in with the reputation. I had that exact same thought of boy, from big balls chip to that, and then of course you know this is why it's such an improbable thing. Is you know a 40 yard kick in this league, <laughs> especially with Dicker the kicker. Yeah, though that has to go in. That's yeah. another one of those. Unless you're the Cowboys kicking an extra point, that goes in. And this is why it has to be so maddening for the Chargers. Is Everything went wrong. Everything went wrong. <laughs> Not one thing Not went right. Not one thing went but right. You just them. needed one to go right. And the fact that it happened to those Chargers, yeah. and this goes back to my the Staley thing, at some point, year after year after year, when this is what you do, I have to point the finger at someone. It's in the and culture, it, And it's man. in the culture. It's, it's in the water. You. It's it's you. Yeah. Although, it, Although happened, it was happening before him. Exactly. It happened under Anthony Lynn. <laughs> yes. There is something. Uh, it's the curse of Dean. Marty Schottenheimer. The curse of Dean Spanos. Uh, well, the look, whole thing. But this is another level. When you are handed a plus five turnover margin, just that right there, yeah. you should not lose. Ever. Yeah, ever. But he was handed a plus tur- five turnover. Plus five. Plus five. I don't get and it. And you have Justin Herbert. It's not like you have Skylar Thompson back there or some bum quarterback. You have Joey Bosa, and you were up twenty-seven to nothing, and you still could not hold that lead. Nope. I'm sorry, that's on the coach, man. Yeah. I I got it. Staley should have been fired yesterday. I, I think, don't know why he wasn't. I think it's a cheapness thing. Yeah, well, I, that is why he wasn't. Is mm-hmm. that Spanos is a moron and is too cheap? <laughs> but they're going to go with the new OC. Maybe that helps them, but. I can't see it. Bad organizations, and, and it's yep. weird because the, not that the Chargers are, are, are like perennially losers, but I just think it, it's funny that the organizations that have bad reputations, they it, it precedes them. Like it's just no one sits there and goes, you know, it's the model franchise in the NFL. I give you the Chargers, never has been, and they just always seem to be the one that come up uh, just a, a, an inch short. All right, uh, let's continue. We've got one more seggy before we get to in the news, and then we'll get back to the all the weekend. I mean, we haven't even talked about um, Niners Seahawks yet. No, aren't we, we the home of the Seahawks? We are. For one half, did anyone yeah. was anyone like uh, maybe? Did they rattle off seventeen straight? Or no, not yes. seventeen straight. They had seventeen in the second quarter. Yeah, and, and it, it was, was like whoa. Yeah, for one shining moment, and then uh, Here comes Gino strip sack, and thanks for coming. Well, apparently the 49ers say it all turned when they saw Jonathan Abram try to twist Debo's leg. They're like, "That's it. We're gonna put the oh right we're now, put we're, the clamps now, we're now we're now we weren't playing now we're no gonna play. instead it ticked them off that they they weren't right. uh, no, that that changed how they played the end of the the second half. Right. Well, then someone should twist his ankle more often because they kicked him in the balls the entire second half. Uh, it is four twenty on the fan. The home of dirt and spray. I'm dirt. Will the Pac-12 have a playoff team? I'm not asking if they'll beat Georgia. I'm just merely asking, will a team in this conference get to the playoff? No. All right. I would love it, but it ain't going to happen. We're we're way too talented and too deep. Way too talented. Name the team that's going to survive the Pac-12 slate next year. Dirt and spray. spray. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. on 1080. The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, a few uh, Seahawks Niners notes here. The uh, Seahawks lost 41 <laughs> 23. Yeah. It was close. It, it was, was close. It was close. Um, yeah, well, it was close for a half. Well, the second half, they were terrible. Yeah. Well, 17 16 right at the half. Seattle yeah. was up. Yep. And yeah. And yeah. then. Yeah. Yeah. No. 17 16. I thought a big part of that game was, you know, they were up. Well, look. Niners were better, and they proved it. Yes. Niners are really, really tough. So the better team won. But in that game, the thing that bothered me, all, this is a la Brandon Staley. Like just the way co- when coaches are big underdogs and they're conservative, it, or you know, situations in, in a game where you, like, you have a chance to win the game, like really take grasp of the game, and they go for the easy thing, the, the conservative thing, drives me crazy. Yeah. I thought... The Seahawks, they were up 14 to 13 mm-hmm. at the two minute warning. And they had the ball and they ran they ran it twice in a row to DJ Dallas and punted. I th- I was looking at that going, dude, they do they not want to win? First of all, DJ Dow like, where's Walker? I mean, he Walker was running pretty well. Mm-hmm. It was like it was one of those games. I'm gonna look at the stats here, and I bet you it's low. I've got him pulled up here. What do you want? Well, I was looking at Kenneth Walker early in the game going, Wow, he's you know. He's running well. They're running the football. I bet you he didn't have that many yards. What did he have? Oh, gosh, I just clicked on it. He ended up with uh, 15 carries for 63 yards, a little over four, and then the okay. touchdown. Yeah, that's about Yeah. So it, it sort of felt like to me he was having a much better game than that, Yeah. at least early on. Well, yeah, like, Dallas well, was averaging two yards a well, carry. Yeah, to... Dallas sucked. Like, I don't understand why Pete Carroll, he did this with freaking Travis Homer, too. He... Why are these guys in there? Why are you giving them <laughs> such huge? And I get you need to spell your your starters, yeah. but they ran two straight plays to DJ Dallas up fourteen thirteen at the two minute warning. You have the opportunity to drive down and maybe get up eight going into the break 
on the road yeah. in a huge playoff game, and you just basically gave the ball back and, to San Francisco, and, San Francisco, and they ended up kicking a field goal and taking the lead. And you got the field goal back, though, because they of that did, yeah. bonehead yeah. penalty. I forget who it was. Uh, what Niner came in. It was and, Ward. Yeah. Who, By the way, he was frustrated because DK Metcalf had been wearing torched. his ass all game long. And San Francisco, Metcalf had a good game. San Francisco made the adjustment in the second half where they're like, yeah, we're just going to go ahead and roll coverage your way. And someone besides... Keep everything else in front of us. Everything and just make else. Sure DK don't beat us. Yeah. Yeah. But like it was uh, it was a good game plan. But this is the difference. is like once you go to the counter punch, once San Francisco said, fine, right? You're not going to beat us with DK Metcalf. They didn't have another answer. And the Niners, the Niners are just so good right now. They're so good offensively. I saw a fun little uh, one of these advanced stats. They had four players, four. Uh, it was Kittle, Ayuk, Debo, and Christian McCaffrey that had an average three-plus yard separation from when they caught the ball versus the closest defender against Seattle. They weren't just like that. Doesn't happen in the NFL. And what do you attribute that to? Is that good play design? It's good or why play, does that it's, happen? It's good play design. One with San Francisco, it's not like you can just sit there and take something away. In the second half against the the, the Seahawks, San Francisco just rolled coverage and was like, "We aren't going to let DK Metcalf beat us." And there wasn't really anything else that Seattle did to threaten. So with San Francisco, you can't do that. And they're just the most creative team. I mean, they, they came out in that twenty-one personnel with the two backs. And they just can do more stuff out of that than just about anyone. They they are just. I know that we we all want to give credit, obviously, to to what you know their offensive uh, coordinator did and what he's doing down in Miami. But make no mistake about it, that Shanahan guy is pretty smart too. In San Francisco, well, it's his offense. It's his offense, and he's just really smart. And and I just don't think there is a more complete and more complex offense, and that includes the Chiefs. I mean, Kansas City is is great, but some of that is that you know you have you have Patrick Mahomes, but you are making you are making people basically pick your poison right now against this 49er offense. So as good as the defense is, just goes to show you in this game where early on the defense didn't quite have it. Didn't matter. The offense is there to, to bail you out, and then once the defense started hunting in the second half, then Seattle had no chance. Yeah, it's interesting. This the Niners, you know, they gave up thirty something to the Raiders, you know. Mm-hmm. And then in the first half of the game against the Seahawks, I I saw some people on social media already questioning their defense. Like maybe this defense isn't that great. Oh, just wait a half. Yeah, or wait till halftime. Comes in spells. <laughs> it does, but it's not. Yeah, it's had its moments, uh, bad moments over yep. the last handful of weeks. So that's yep. something that's interesting to keep an eye on as they go into the Dallas game. As Dallas's offense looks pretty damn good. Yeah, this is this should be a fun matchup because we we saw that when Dallas is at their best offensively and defensively. This was you. Dude, even, this is a great game. This should be a yeah, great game. Should if, be a really if, fun. If matchup. we get Dallas's best, because you know Dallas does have the you know Jekyll and Hyde, Jekyll and Hyde. But we saw this, and this is why I was a little confused why everyone was jocking Tampa Bay, and maybe it was just the lack of faith in Dallas. Dallas was a game away from being the number one seed. This is a really good football team with the most disruptive defense, number one in takeaways. And when they can run the ball, and Dak is good Dak. Now, he doesn't have to be perfect like he was against Tampa. But if he's good Dak with that run game, this should be a hell of a contest. I still like San Francisco. Um, the well, Bru- let's talk about that yeah, later we talk in the about, week. Yeah. But it was Jimmy Ward, too, not... Um... Chivarius Ward. Well, yeah, two different. One got oh, the yeah. personal foul. Jimmy the other Ward, got torched by Jimmy Metcalf. Ward. Is the one that got the foul. Yeah, um, and it was as blatant as they come. It was ridiculous, and that led to three for yeah, Seattle. It cost but three it, points. It didn't matter. One other San Francisco stat before we uh, put a cork in this for at least for the time being. I read that I think it's like two hundred ninety-three players had seventy-three or more rushing yards this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, players. There were there were two hundred and 
93 moments of 73 or more rushing yards, right, this season. Care to guess how many the Niners gave up of those? <laughs> guessing like one. Zero. Zero. Not a single one. Not one player. Yeah. Over 73 yards on them. It's rushing. That's wild. Dude, that is wild. There and, and like I said, Seattle came up with a couple big plays, but once they solved that, Seattle's offense did absolutely nothing. Well, uh, the no, Niners have the look. Oh, they certainly do, but so does Dallas. So that's why this matchup is really interesting. Now, Dallas is Jekyll and Hyde. They could easily look the opposite of what they did last night. Yeah, San Francisco won, what, 11 now in a row? The first thing, yeah, like San Francisco yeah. just looks like nobody can touch them. Yeah. Um, Dallas has that ability, but never, you know, like they're just hard to trust, you know. It's, it's, an, it's a cool matchup, and we'll talk about it later in the week. All I would say is, you know what my first thought was looking at that matchup? Because I've, of course, looked through the gambling lens of who am I going to bet on. Yeah, and it's should. plus three and a half. Dallas is plus three and a half. And instantly, you don't want to overreact to the way Dallas played against Tampa, but I instantly think Dallas, right? Yeah. Like, they can they can get, they can can get scare Brock Purdy. We were talking about this last week. You know, Dallas's defense is, is a bad matchup for a quarterback who is playing great for San Francisco. kind of runs around a lot. That and they they can warm him up, yep. dude. You saw what they did to the great Tom Brady, warming him up. If they warm Brock Purdy up, now there you got a guy, and you you talk about dragging a guy into deep water. Yep. That will be interesting. So it'd be a lot about their run game, obviously the Niners. But um, the first thing that came to my mind was, you know, for all the love the Niners are getting, and rightly so, they're really really freaking good, and it's unbelievable what they're doing with uh, their third string quarterback. Kyle Sh never underestimate Kyle Shanahan's ability to blow a football game. You remember that whole th <laughs> yeah, narrative? Absolutely. That has not reared its head in the last 11 weeks because mm. they've just been killing people. Yep. But you get into a game like this, boy, I I love him. I think he's great. I think he's a future Super Bowl champion. What he has built there is amazing. You're right. Their offense is so good. Boy, he's got an Achilles heel. He does, and it's it's always in these types of games. And, and I'll tell you, if there is one thing that you want to nitpick that could, to your point, if Brock Purdy bails one more time out the back door behind his left tackle, rolling the opposite way, he's not left-handed, where he has to pirouette and turn his shoulders the wrong way, yeah. my God, is that a <laughs> awful... I think Trent Williams may turn around and murder him if he doesn't. Does he not understand the way tackles in this league set? We set to the, They set to the outside. That way you step up into the pocket. He pirouettes and bails out the wrong side. It's one thing if you're a right-handed quarterback and you want to bail behind the right tackle... Right? That way, at least you're rolling to your right. Feels oddly Johnny football. Yes, he bails to the left and turns his back. If you do that, I'm telling you, if he keeps up that high school Johnny Manziel bullcrap bailing behind his tackles, he is going to get drilled and it is going to be a fumble. And it, it, it that that's one. Just keep an eye on that because Dallas can get after him. And that I sat there and watched how many times he got away with that. And I just sat there and was like, this is it. You are not Kyler Murray. So that is yeah, something to keep exactly. an eye on because that is an awful habit that hasn't bitten him in the ass yet. He's going to get met by Micah Parsons and he might die. Yes. something. And if they get hurt, then I think it's like Josh Johnson. Yeah, watch Johnson come in and like <laughs> lead him to a Super Bowl.
Just keep an eye on that. All right, more on that game uh, later in the week. Uh, we've got so many more wild card weekend waffles uh, coming up, but our In the News segment is next. It is 434. Here's Buck. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollution at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, that music, that's intense. We do that for a reason. The show's intense today. <laughs> it's got an edge. NFL playoff edge. Oh, I love the NFL playoffs so, 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 it was, so, so much. It was a great, oh, it was, it was great, a great, weekend. great weekend. See, I'd like to you know, shove this in your face. Like you say, we don't need these more playoff teams and this and that. And you're probably right at the core, but the reality is it is always dramatic yeah. and fun. Yeah. It doesn't the, matter who's playing. Cause the Miami team, which I, you know, I, I could not have wanted to watch that game less. And I was, Dude. and it was 17, nothing before you know it. And that thing ended up being, they ended up being bananas. I just want to tell you that the team that scored the fewest points this weekend was captained by the great Tom Brady. Okay. <laughs> and this is a playoff weekend that included Kirk Cousins, Tyler Huntley, Brock Purdy, Skylar Thompson, Daniel Jones. Tom Brady yeah. scored the fewest points. So, like, yes, these teams kind of suck, or these quarterbacks probably shouldn't be out there. But, dude, almost everybody scored at least 23, 24, 25 points. Yep. So it's just, and, it was and, a good, it's always a good weekend, even if you think some teams don't stand a chance. Yeah. You know, Miami, Miami was the one team we thought had no shot. And they made it as close as anybody. Yeah, Miami and I thought Seattle, too. And, and Seattle ended up not with a shot, but that was a compelling game for, you know, two and a half quarters. Yeah, the and then, NFL. Give me more of it. I want it in directly into my veins. Yeah, I want more playoff games. I want everybody to make the playoffs. Well, and, and now... I want the Texans in the playoffs. Oh. Okay, maybe not. But, not, you know, maybe they leave out the bottom four. And I, I think we got great matchups coming up this weekend as well. I mean, we've spent so much time getting into what happened over the, the weekend, but... I think you've got great matchups, you know, coming up here. I'm, I'm all well, for yeah. it. Yeah, of course you do. It gets better and better. Yes, great. And I, I just, I, I hate to do it because I, I, I've said that Dirt and Buck are terrible fans, and they make me hate San Francisco. <laughs> but the, the Niners' offense. You want to talk about something you can inject into my veins? As an old football junkie, I freaking love watching the San Francisco offense play off or watching the 49ers play offense. The way they scheme and what they do with that personnel group, it's the most unique thing going in football, and I just cannot get enough of it. I'm going to need you to pipe down. We have whale carcass news. Oh, yeah. It is uh, January 17, 2023. It is time for In the News. I'm your noted and 
carbon neutral newsman. Thank you. Today is National Bootleggers Day for you bootleggers out there. Is there anyone still bootlegging? I mean, it's all... Like some people do. Smokey and the Bandits. Moonshiners. Yeah. Um, it is also rid the world of fad, diet, and gimmicks day. Oh, thank God for that. Yeah, I thought you'd like that. Yes. I do enjoy whenever you hear someone's trying to start some sort of new weird yes. diet slash exercise. You know, this is the one. Eat a little less, move a little more. It's not that hard. Now they're saying intermittent fasting leads yeah. to early death. <laughs> Damn it. So you're in trouble then? Yes, I do that all the time. <laughs> It's called now s- what am I going to do? Isn't that just everyone just skipping breakfast, though? Yeah, they say skipping meals is not healthy. <laughs> it's not really a joking matter, but I've heard the uh, the intermittent fasting called manorexia. Yeah. yeah believe me. And, and, and how do you know... I am not manorexic, I can tell you that. How do you know someone's fasting again? They won't... They'll tell you about it. It's, is that right? Oh, God. They like yeah. to... They, they love it. That's... Anyone that's starting whatever new physical regiment they have, whether they gotta tell you about it, they got, it's working for them. It's working for them. Yeah. All right. Well, we do have whale carcass news. I wasn't kidding. Anytime a whale pops up, everyone is instantly. It's a dead whale. Yes, a dead whale. Everyone instantly. It's a big deal around here. Yes, it is because yeah. of well, the exploding whale. Yeah. So it's a dead sperm whale uh, washed up on the Oregon coast. Uh, they say now researchers have uh, determined that it was struck by a ship. Yeah. It hit a ship. That happens. That's like what happens to the old manatee out in Florida. It's a big ship taking out a sad. sperm whale. Yeah. Uh, there have been 189 large whale strandings in Oregon since 1989. Of those, just five have been a result of a ship strike. Wow. What happens to the rest of them? Just get kind of get sick. This one was 40 feet. They can. Yeah. They never fix that. Like they. Like that never ends up with a happy ending, right? Like. If they get hit by a boat? Well, no, I just never hear of beached whale is is brought back out to sea and, you know, happy ending. Well, they're usually dead. Yeah, but even when they're not, like, I I just feel like once the whale's on the shore, you're kind of, you're hooped. How do you get a, if a beached whale is laying there and he's, like, gasping, he's like, "Ah!" I don't think you do. How do you get him back out I think that's kind of the point is once they're there and then it, like, crushes their body and. Get Hulk Hogan out there, shove him back. How much does does a sperm whale weigh? Didn't George Costanza figure out one of those situations at one point? Yeah, the blowhole. <laughs> the golf. The golf. Some of them obstructing the blowhole. <laughs> it says here, a sperm whale weighs only about 90,000 pounds. Only? Yeah. The female, only 31,000 pounds. Mm. So. Let's see what else. Do you have any idea? So 90,000 pounds. Do you have any idea what weighs 90,000 pounds? I would have no, no frame right? of reference. Me neither. I'm trying to think of like what weighs ninety thousand. I mean, pounds. In, in my head, that seems kind of light. Does it for a big old whale? Yeah, forty foot whale. Yeah, but I don't know. Just kind of, I'm, I'm I'm interested now to see what else in the world weighs ninety thousand pounds. Suzanne Bonamici and her husband struck by a car in Portland over the weekend. Did you see this? Uh, oh, yeah, I did see this. Yes, she's I, a congresswoman, of course. She's was, my representative, I believe, wherever uh, I am, or maybe ours, depending Be- on where Beaverton? you are. Beaverton? Yep, yep. Yeah. Well, she uh, was walking with her husband in northwest Portland Friday night, and uh, she was struck by a car. They were both, right? Yeah. Yeah. But we're okay? Everything? Yeah, so far. Um... She was treated for concussion and laceration to her cranium. She's out of the hospital, recovering at home. Well, that's good because, you know, getting hit by a car, like, 
the the husband had minor injuries. I don't know why, but I I, I don't view getting hit by a car as as serious as I should. Well, that doesn't surprise me coming from you because you also don't view uh, death by snake or a house fire that serious. No. Follow me on this one. I just always figure like you'll be okay. Well, not that or I'm, like, it's not like ever head on like Yeah, like if you obviously if you get hit like on the freeway, like you're, you know, hey. Right. But I think like if you're crossing the street and someone's coming down at 25 or 30 or whatever, I know it's going to hurt, but I don't think it's like I don't think you're going to die, and I know you can, but that's why I'm saying I, I think it should be more serious than I give it credit for. Well, it's not good, Bob. No, I don't want to get hit by a car. I'm not saying I can't die by a car. I just I don't take it as seriously as I should. Well, she's okay for those of you who uh, are interested in that story. Uh, it's about time we have our first homicide of 2023. Oh, well, we yeah. we haven't had one yet? No, this weekend finally got it do i think that's a win for us yeah they said that last year we had had so last year was a record for homicides right yeah i think we had 96 yeah Yeah, 96 we're breaking records yeah by this time last year we had already had uh two okay so uh, that's a that's a good thing so three weeks we had not seen a single fatal shooting or homicide go us yeah by the way, I looked up the uh, how much is ninety thousand pounds. It's about a third of your house. Did that? I'm picturing like a big one of those big, uh, like how much does a uh, what are those big pieces of machinery they use like a excavator? Or... Yeah. Give me one of those. Okay, because I, I just What's found I found a website called The Measure of Things where it just gives you an idea of what 90,000 pounds is. But even then, it's still a lot of like, well, it's about a quarter or a half of this or that. Yeah, it's like 30% of the Statue of Liberty. I saw that one on there. Yeah, three-tenths as heavy as is the Statue of Liberty. What is the heaviest piece of machinery there is in terms of like, yeah. uh, you some, know. I'll like, do some research on you. I'll you bet see you, them on the interstate. You I'm, know? I'll bet you it's one of those cranes or something. Ooh, there you go. I mean, that, that, that stuff How lives. How much is that way? I'll, I'll look it up. Heaviest right. piece of machinery. Uh, this is in the news January 17. It is 448 on the fan. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas, and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. 
Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. <clears throat> Welcome back. This is in the news, uh, January 17th. What's up? Uh, Hot 5 at 5 here in a moment. I've got jazz news for you. Like the Utah jazz or the music no. jazz? Who cares about the Utah jazz? Music. Oh, sure, someone cares about the Utah jazz. Music Not me, jazz. but music jazz. Can't say I'm a huge jazz guy. No? I mean, I don't mind it. Uh, I've, like been to a, I've been to a jazz club or two, but I can't, let's say this, I can't appreciate jazz the way that like jazz aficionados do. You know, it's 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 out of my. Yeah, I can't say that I can either, but uh, I like it. I enjoy it. Yeah, I, I don't have an issue with it. It's just you know, some people that are into jazz, like you, they can listen to like a seventeen-minute like sax solo, and at some point, I'm like, uh, I, yeah, I it loses to, you. Yeah, I'm like, I got I got to wrap this up. Well, we have a local club. Where'd that go? Um, that it's in North Portland that has been named. One of the best jazz clubs in the world. Really? This according to Downbeat Magazine. The place is called the 1905. And I was just getting ready to look at where exactly that is. I can't say that I knew that we were a hotbed for jazz. I don't think we are, but we have a great jazz club in our midst. Okay. The The 1905? Yeah. I bet it's a cool place to hang out. I'm guessing it's got that... Turn of the century sort of vibe about it. I'm guessing that's why it's the 1905 Club. Yeah, pretty close there, north of the Rose Garden. There, food, booze, and jazz. On according according to their uh, Mississippi, their website. Yeah, so that's exciting. Right. They're excited. You know that that kind of stuff goes a long way for places. You know, I, I always feel good for owners of places that get recognized like that absolutely because it's a real boost oh yeah to your business well you see that anytime you're on like one of those like food channel shows or whatever oh, or you yeah. get featured on something a travel network or you make a list absolutely and could you know I'm, I'm assuming that like a jazz club is not the most profitable thing in the world i don't think you're just raking in money hand over fist so it's cool that someone's uh, recognizing it there were two washington venues that made the list uh Demetrius, Jazz Alley, and the Royal Room both are in Seattle. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think that's a real long view sort of Washington thing. Yeah, I'm guessing not. Yeah. <laughs> long what, view. Wouldn't that be something if the best jazz uh, <laughs> venue on the West Coast is in Longview? You yeah, can go, that, there, you can go there, listen to some jazz, score some meth, you know. Did we find out what weighs 90,000 pounds besides uh, a sperm whale? Well, I thought you wanted me to look up, like, the big machines. Well, I do. So, I mean, these are over... Like the, the, to your point, the largest piece of construction, there it's called the Le Tourna. It's the L two three five. It's oh, the French. It's French, and it is the 
world's biggest land mover, mm-hmm. and the tires are 16 feet tall by six feet wide. Jesus. If that gives you any How sort of... How much does that bad boy weigh? Any sort of idea. It can move... Do, do, do. You don't know how much it weighs. It doesn't do say how much it weighs, but it puts out over 2,300 horsepower. Uh, do, do, do. The beast holds nearly... It, it, it holds... Its gas tank is 4,000 liters of diesel. It's the largest land mover in the world. I would now, like to know how much it weighs. I'll have to look. You're that. letting me down. I'll have to look that for up. the uh, for the whale comparison. You said the whale is ninety thousand pounds. This texture says a, a fully loaded semi truck weighs eighty thousand pounds. Oh, there you go. So pretty close. Fully Full, loaded, like uh, a semi truck full of cars. What if it's loaded with uh, chickens? And I don't know feathers versus bricks. I don't yeah, know, Isaac. Yeah, I mean, come on, I don't like that. And then the largest piece of machinery they're saying is the. I guess when we launch, anyone launches a space shuttle, there's a flatbed like truck uh, that it, it, it sits on, and then the truck drives it into place, and it's called the crawler or transporter, and they say that is the largest piece of machinery, and it's it weighs two thousand seven hundred twenty one tons. Jesus, that's if, so that does have a weight. On it, and it's uh, it's got a team of thirty engineers all right. that are all on it to, to drive. How many thousand pounds is in a ton? Uh, Does anybody a, know that? Isn't a isn't it a thousand pounds a ton? Am I wrong? Oh, so so a sperm whale weighs nine tons. Two thousand pounds is a ton. Two thousand pounds is a ton. What? Okay, so so a sperm whale weighs four and a half pounds. I mean tons. <laughs> yes. Sorry, not four and a half pounds. And this weighs two thousand seven hundred and twenty-one well, tons. Why do they not tell us tons? Like that, I understand that better than ninety thousand. That that's weird. That would be like saying something is five miles. Uh, it's actually uh, yeah, however many feet. Eighteen <laughs> thousand. Yeah, feet, yeah, or whatever. Just go to the smallest yeah, one. Just, it's easier. Exactly. Yeah. Why did it's two and a half tons? Right. Yeah. It would seem to be, What's that be about? the easier that four way. and a half tons. Four and a half tons. Yeah. Well, you want to know how much something weighed. So that weighs no, four and a half tons. It's like 40 and a half tons, what? right? No. Wouldn't four and a half only be 9,000 pounds? I don't know. We're talking about 90,000 pounds. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. It'd be, it'd be four, <laughs> yeah. 40. 40 tons. Yeah. <laughs> See, that does sound wow. more impressive. Way more. And impressive. that's why we use pounds. And then you said the piece of machinery is 2.2721 2, tons. Tons. This is the largest oh piece of machinery. God. And it's what is used to haul the space shuttle to the launch platform. So now figure out how many sperm whales is that. That's a lot. Well, think about it. There's 30 people drive it. That you drive this thing, and it takes 30 people That's to drive it. That's about 50 sperm whales. That's a lot. That's a lot. Well, wow. I'll just give you the size of that thing. Look, it's like a... It's like a space shuttle. Yeah. Well, that's what the space shuttle is sitting on. This here oh, is that's the, really it. Yeah, this oh. is the crawler. Oh, I see. The space shuttle sits on it, and then it drives it out to oh, the platform. Oh, I thought they had the space shuttle just showing the comparison. No, no, no. That's the space shuttle sitting on it. Yeah. And it makes the space shuttle look tiny. Wow. What an in the news for you guys today. Learning so much. Math, science, we got a little bit of everything. <laughs> uh, Politics, music. Yeah, we do it all here. Uh, Kansas down five and a half, if you must know. Yeah, we're no, we're, that uh, new coach at K State's pretty good. I was going to say, this is like number two versus. The Tanger. They're 13th. 15th. They're cute. I saw that they were uh, in their K State, they were in their, uh, what do you call it, their stupid little arena there mm-hmm. earlier, and they were flashing up to the rafters, all the banners. All the NITs, 
They were showing all the NITs they've been to. God. That's a little sad. Yeah, isn't it? It's like when the Blazers used to hang the Pacific Division yeah. banners. Yeah. Yeah. Or when the, the Colts hung a 2016 playoffs participant banner up. Yeah, it's, it's a little rough. All right. Well, uh, the Hot Five at Five is next. We have lots of news, including the not firing of Brandon Staley. It is 458 on the fan. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.